I'm pulling up the discussion points from. All right, another episode between two sheets, season two, episode six. We're the real deal. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said before, we hit the record button. Look out, Rogan! You bald bastard. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like Rogan a lot, I, and he could probably kick my ass. So. And we're marking explicit in the first twenty seconds. That's yeah. a, that's Love a new it. record. I think that's fastest we've ever had to market. Just so yeah. we remember. Yep. This time. Yeah. Just so we remember. Roland Axton, Wes Mason, Clay Feldner, and we got the gals with us too. Britt and Kit. Britt and Kit. It's like a all-time <laughs> tag team. Because it rhymes. Are they? Mm-hmm. Are, are, have we had reoccurring guests before? Because you guys have yeah, both been on before. Yeah. So I think yeah. like our third, yeah. third one. Time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Recurring friends of the pod. Friends of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We can officially say that. Two peas with the pod. <laughs> oh, there with three hacks and the two peas. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's two. We just ordered our business cards. Now we need to. Now, now we, we need, need to do do it okay. a third time. Maybe we, it'll be free again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. J- just for our viewers out there too, I ordered business cards. Realized I had a typo on them, and uh, I've already had to reorder them. So. But We're off to a good start. For all that can see, the stickers look great. Stickers so look we, good. We have stickers yep. to hand out as well. Um, good episode last week. That was fun having Craig on, talking about going from arena clubs to a dedicated ice curling club. Um, I, I like, know it's gotten us thinking. Are you guys driving around town looking at other warehouses too, going, you know, <laughs> things go bad. We could end up there. If we can find a benevolent, you know, donor, you know, just a couple million dollars oh. here, a couple million dollars there. I don't think mean, we need that much, though. Yeah, remember? I, I remember. I mean, it it, it was it, it was like 200, 200 per sheet, right? So we could do a five sheeter for just a million. Just a million. Just a million. We yeah. hit up yeah. uh, Shohei Otani <laughs> and ask for a little bit of his seven hundred million dollar contract he signed with the Dodgers yesterday. Unrelated to current, but it just yeah. irks me that the Dodgers have that much money. All yeah. right, back back to yeah. the says the Yankees fan. All right, club updates. What do we got, Clay? Well, uh, curling league has officially started in Minot here. Schedulers are now posted online. I think Monday actually already had their first games, so we will see everybody here next week. Monday actually did oh, officially was, start. Yeah, league. they start one oh, one week early. Guess it should have been here. And uh, they they got screwed on the holidays this year as well, right? Yep, yep, yep oh, exactly. Fair. So. Our season, it, the games count next week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, otherwise, how'd registration look? Registration looks pretty much the same as last year. We we lost a couple of teams on Thursday and Wednesday. We gained a couple on Monday. And Thursday's on, nice this year because they only have one draw. Yeah, so that's good for oh, Thursdays. Nice. But so Wednesday, I think we had a couple of teams dropped, and we had like four new ones. So it was it was really cool to see like we we pretty much stayed even because we had some older teams just drop out and more than enough new ones to take their place. So any any early outlook? Do you think the Brady champs can repeat? Or? I think right now it's looking really good for the for the repeating champions. Yeah. This has been brought That's, up on every podcast. I'm just gonna let that sit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. <laughs> Yep. Wes? Um, I don't have much for updates. Uh, we put a flood on yesterday. Me and Nolan did. So we're down here hand scraping this morning. So if you came to uh, exhibition of Learn to Curls and you were just upset that your rocks weren't going straight, we should have that fixed here for week one. So um, 
my other side project, Military League, um, that's going well. I don't have a count on teams that are registered, but I've gotten a lot of interest and calls on it. So hoping that that uh, is going to get record signups. Where do they sign up? At the Mikadu on base. Yep. So if you see any of the promotional materials, like there's a flyer on base going around. Um, that is my phone number on it. Contact info for the uh, airmen that are helping out. Um, and then they can actually do formally sign up through the Mikadu because it's a real extramural. So they sign up through them and then we'll have a coaches meeting here on the 19th on base again you know since it's for military folks um other than that too uh we have talked to prairie grit and we had them at our last board meeting so we picked a couple of dates for our our prairie grit events here um don't know if we're quite calling it a league but the first one we're going to do january 5th we'll have a prairie grit event and then second one february 23rd and a tbd for a march one so we're trying to have three marches getting pretty full um but we'll be working with them and uh i I believe just doing wheelchair curling down here again we haven't quite figured figured out the logistics of what all we're going to do with it but we imagine it'll be wheelchair curling and uh, we'll need some people to help out with that and people to come participate so yeah that'll be good and as the the month rolls on we're getting pretty darn close to the holidays here already the 10th of december i I think you guys started your christmas shopping yet yeah oh yeah 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 Yeah, completely done oh yeah i gotta get rolling on that um did you buy anything is it like done because you never had to start hot tub that's No, I got I got things done. I got. What'd you get us? Don't worry about it. I'm okay. still, okay. still waiting on my trophy. The way, for winning the <laughs> yeah, it's on my desk at, at my my office. Okay. Yeah, that'll be my Christmas present. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. All right. Appreciates it. Uh, but like I said, coming up to the new year, we got a busy January as well. Mm-hmm. We got our first Pontsville at the end of the month. Yep. And youth curling. That's what you guys are here to talk about today. There's a little bit about the youth curling program that we're starting for the first time this year. Uh, so thanks for coming in and giving us a little insight on how that's going to work and what it's all going to entail. Um, but yeah, first off, just introduce yourselves again for the folks that maybe haven't heard you on the pod or don't remember who you are from last season. Uh, well, I'm Brittany Tuchuk, and I'm the Canadian that gets to hang out with Nolan at the Curling Club. But uh, yeah, Kit and I and Clay are basically kicking off youth curling here in Minot. Um, we're still looking for some more club members to volunteer. So if anyone would like to come on and help us with that, that would be great. Um, but yeah, youth curling is kicking off January 7th to February 25th on Sundays from 2 to 3.30. And we're doing ages 8 to 18, basically. Um, Yeah, I don't know. We just want to get the kids out, so teach them the it, basics. It, it was 8 to 18. Um, I, I had thought in my head it was 8 to 12 for the registration. Okay. I'm nope. just way off base with that. Okay. 8 yep. to 18, and then the idea is we'll have two separate um, age divisions, just because obviously your 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 upper teenagers are going to be able to use the full sheet, compete mm-hmm. on more of an adult level, and your 8-year-olds, we, um, I think we talked about a little bit early, we actually have half sheets set up to use with the... Um, with those younger curlers so they can they don't have to push it quite as far okay sorry for derailing your comment no. there. so 818 um where are um, they registering yeah so you can register online through minot parks we have paired with them and yeah, i think it'll just like format wise um we'll have to see how it goes with it being our pilot year but um really they'll they'll show up we're hoping to do some just focus on skills maybe a specific skill every week um to progress them and kind of feel it out you know the the older groups may progress faster but we want to give them as much ice time as possible because that's where you really 
tune in and figure out how to play the game. Um, but we also wanted to incorporate the aspect of curling. You know, we're just socializing, getting to know people and that sort of thing. So we're really going to block off time at the end of each practice for them to come upstairs, hang out, have some snacks and that sort of thing. Stack brooms. Broom stack. Is that the term? Yeah. Broom stacking. Broom stacking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So good. I was going to ask about snacks. Um, for the registration too, so you do it through the Parks and Rec. Is there a fee for that as well? Um, does it cost anything for the kids to come participate? Uh, yeah, it's $100 for registration. And then uh, they get a sweater out of that and snacks each time and just to, to come to grow. Okay. Yeah. So about what what did when did we open this? About a week ago? Mm-hmm. Open yeah. it up to curling members. Uh, officially um, started December and then it runs until how long again? Eight weeks, right? Or the registration. The registration itself. sorry. Um, Yeah, uh, we're shutting it on the 22nd um, so that we have time to get our roster together and get sweatshirts ordered and all that. So um, if if you don't know where to find it, you'll probably see Facebook pushes from both the Curling Club and through Minot Parks. If there's any teachers listening, if you want to share it within your school, we would appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. And and once again, uh, I mentioned that we have it. We have partnered with the Minot Park District on this one. Uh, you can find it on our website. It's on the parks website. I think it's minotparks.com/curling. So they were they were more than willing to to handle the registration for us, which is something as a club that we typically struggle with. Um, just that whole registration process. They have a platform set up. So it's just like any other um, parks program when you sign up. But in, in, in this case, you instead of instead of it being an official, you know, how would I put it, public funded program, this is a private club program, but the parks is handling the logistics for us, which is really nice of them. Mm-hmm. That's great. So when does, uh, when does Youth Caroline actually start? January 7th is the first day. First week. First, yep. uh, that's a Sunday, right? We're Hot doing off the holidays. Yep. yep. All right. What time? What, what time did we decide again here? Two o'clock. Two to three thirty. Two to three thirty, and then kind of, how are we thinking here for for a setup? If like kids are showing up to a, a given night, like let's say you're halfway through, uh, show up, we they get right on the ice. Is a little bit of instructions. How do you kind of see? How, how do we kind of see the the kids being taught here as we go along? A little bit of classroom time, skills time, stretching. I think a little bit of both. They probably need less stretching time than us. But. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, definitely as much online or on ice learning as possible. It's like human shuffleboard is what I've been telling all my friends' kids that have no idea what curling is, and that seems to pique their interest a lot. That's good. Yeah. We just got to teach them shuffleboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you start small. Work yeah. your way up. Club right? improvement so. opportunity. Yeah. 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 Um, well, were we talking with this about Craig um, when we recorded the last episode too? Because um, I think he was talking about their youth program. It was like they started inside and he said they'd have like a video or something, skills, you know, they'd watch and then like, be okay, you know, we're going to look at the skill and then they'll go out and practice it. Um, I thought that was nice too. And, you know, we have the TV up there. If you guys bring a laptop, mine's usually here too. You can always use that for like pulling a YouTube video up or something. Perfect. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think they had just started one up themselves and it, it's starting very very similar fashion a couple of volunteers um small league and honestly the the hopes here is when you look at it at what bismarck's is is kind of evolved into it that this starts to really explode and we get a lot more interest yeah i think they have like 100 kids yeah or over yeah yeah it's yeah. actually a, a struggle finding ice time 
That's amazing. At, at this point, so. Yeah, you go look at their schedule and uh, they've got them scattered all in there. Yep. No, great. Absolutely. Right. Great. So what, uh, when did this kind of become an idea here at the Minot Curling Club? And what, what made you guys want to really start getting this rolling? I guess me as a Canadian last, well, when I first kind of started coming here, I was shocked we didn't have youth curling or that kids didn't curl in school. Like I grew up in gym class, phys ed class, whatever you guys call it here. You would go to the curling rink as part of your curriculum. And so I was just really excited to get it going. And then Kit and Clay also have been wanting to get in it going. So I think it just took people um, wanting to put in the initiative to get it going. Well, I think a lot of it is also just like our exposure to it and how much fun we have and the friends that we've made. And it's something that we want to share with our kids eventually, although they're like still too little physically to be able to throw a 40 plus pound rock down the ice. But I mean, like my kids here all the time now. <laughs> so um, I think it'll just be nice because we can kind of create like that program and help get that set up in hopes that us two can like see our kids develop through it as well mm-hmm. yeah for personally sure. that's how i feel yeah and we could we should talk to mark about this sometime but i i believe that mine at some point in the history did have fiad classes visiting the curling club i just don't know they had it until quite recently like i want to say um like my buddy adam nathan who holds adam like 36 you know i think he did youth curling through the high school here mm-hmm. um so yeah i think that ended in like the early aughts maybe okay um, yep hmm. yep so just around 20 years ago they had it as recently as that um yeah so so much of it is just the the age of the volunteers and what what age kids they have i mean all of us here we have young kids not quite able to to get the rock across the ice in a couple of years here that'll be good yeah like you know. a travel team exactly Oh, that would be amazing, too. Like, we're going to host the high school fun spiel this year. So I think that'll be a good learning opportunity, too. And maybe like a gateway for us to hopefully have our own high school team out of Minot. Again, I'm sure they had them in the past. So, yeah, it's really amazing with the the curling. I mean, you get five kids, right? Four and an alternate and uh, you you get them trained up and they can go be competitive you know mm-hmm. it's, it's not that hard to uh, break in and, and participate at a high level so For, yeah. forgive my ignorance on this one high school jun- the term juniors i mean you use it in hockey a lot what what's the what's the age range in that one does that mean juniors like, is under 20 under 20, 20. okay or, so so or like if you turn 21 you can obviously still play juniors but typically it's under 20 okay so under it doesn't but it, there's no lower limit on that one so if is do you call it curling juniors like hockey juniors same thing yeah I yeah. think it'd be like much. a world juniors nope. bond spiel and stuff like that. I gotcha. I think there so are like a couple different on stuff too. Yep. Yep. And there's a couple different tracks too. Like I think you can compete like as a high school group, you know, you're all at the same school or you can do like a juniors and you might not even curl out of the same town, you know, and you've got a high performance team that travels. Um, so there's yeah. different people doing different things, you know, within that youth curling. I don't, I don't think it's a sanctioned high school sport in North Dakota because there's only a handful of no, schools no. that have it. So it's just a club sport, kind of like how trap shooting when that started. Yep. And it still it's, is. It's, it's still yep. not a, it's the official sport. sport. It's just not a sanctioned sport. It's not sanctioned by yeah. high school activities. Yeah. But um, I was just jumping back to registration. One question I forgot to ask. Are we limiting how many signups are we having? And, and how yes. is that looking so far? Do you guys have a look of how many we have signed up? Yeah, so we're limiting it at 24 kids this year just to see how it goes. But I think the last update, we only had 
four. Quarter yeah. full. Four so. kids had four okay. just before they started doing their pushes from Minot Parks. Before that, was we just wanted to keep it closed in case any club members wanted to put their kids in first so that they had priority. So they'll be scheduling more pushes and we can share this podcast extra and hopefully we can get stuff going and more registrations filled that way. Yeah, I know. I got uh, Stella Franca signed up when you guys sent out the email. I copied it and sent the URL. There you go. Hoops and Teresa. And I was like, sign her up now. Sign her up now. Like, don't wait. Do it today. Yep. So. Yeah, they, they told us they predicted it would fill up pretty quick because they offered to keep it open till the end of the month or even up until like just a few days before. Mm-hmm. Um, but they really thought it would fill up in the first couple weeks. So, yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully that that works out i mean if it's less than that it's it's not huge it's our first year we just wanted to cap it so we're not overwhelmed mm-hmm. well it's and just to see how many volunteers you can get yep. to come out for exactly sure. 24 kids say say we get the full 24 registered how many volunteers are you gonna need for that probably four yeah nice. i'd say at least for 24 you need at least four i mean we could always do in a pinch and it also depends on how capable or willing the parents are to help out when it comes to one of these i mean if you're if it's just as simple as you know herding cats I mean, the parents can help out, but when it comes to the actual instruction, you need to a couple or more. Somebody that knows what we're doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of like learning to curls. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, absolutely. And and we we talked about it a little bit earlier. We did get a couple of grants to start this program uh, throughout the year. Um, part of these, like, what what are some of the things that we we actually had to end up buying for these curlers here? Um, we had to get a bunch of small sliders and grippers, brooms, um, snacks, helmets. You guys bought a bunch of uh, delivery devices too, right? Those yep. are the uh, aid ones. What, it, what are we called? What are we delivery stabilizers. 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 Yeah. And yeah. delivery yeah. sticks. Yep. Yep. Oh, I always called them sliding brooms. I don't uh, know why. That's okay. just why we called them back. <laughs> it's, it's, not, the, it's not a broom. It's not a broom, but we call them sliding brooms. It did take a minute to figure out what to put in your Google search to find these objects, though. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got a couple helmets, too. Um, do we have a, a policy on that for the kids? Is there anything? Yeah, know, so we kind of went back and forth, but we we're just sticking with the Canadian policy, which is 12 and under. It's mandatory. And so we're just kind of leaving it up to the parents um, for 12 to 18. But um, for us, 12 and under is going to have to wear a helmet. And um, we will have a few here, but we did encourage them to bring their own. Okay. And like they could use like a bike helmet or something. Yeah. Just anything like Yeah, preferably like a ski helmet or a skateboarding helmet, but a bike helmet would suffice. Okay. Yeah. I, I did see the one helmet that's down there, and it's it's funny because it's just a ski helmet with an Asham sticker slapped yep. on the side. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just great branding. Um, all right, cool. Uh, any, anything else you guys want to touch on as far as who provided the grants that that helped us get this program started? We had we had a number of grants from from different entities here, but the the Minot uh, Community Endowment Fund here provided us uh, our, our largest grant for this one. Um, we, we did uh, battle around exactly what we'd be using the funds for in terms of these curling supplies. Originally, uh, we were thinking of buying uh, youth curling rocks, which are used in a couple of clubs. Um, after discussing that with a couple of other clubs, with Mark here, apparently they did have youth curling rocks at the Mina Club for a while. Yep. Um, we ended up going with the half they, they called pebbles. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Wow. Just sitting there, I had to say it. All right, continue on. Anyway, uh, we went with the half hack idea. It's 
kind of like Nolan. Um, <laughs> and actually, uh, uh, the half hack, so on the, the ice maintenance side of things, um, I think that's actually a really neat how that worked out because, uh, you know, Mark went and got that plate, right? So mm-hmm. we got this, uh, uh, which is really just a bent piece of metal with some holes in it, but we sunk a plate in the ice out there and that has four holes in it. So when we want to put the youth curling in, we can just go drill out those holes and then the hacks will actually fix right into that. So that way um, they can do a half sheet with a real hack and have purchase and be able to push effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for our regular curling members, we just take it out, pour a little water in there and fill the hole and, and you're back yeah. to curling on our full sheet. A lot so. like how you drop a hockey net into the ice. You just drill your holes open your posts. Oh. And yep. It's, yep. it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm super excited to see it in action. It'll be cool. Yeah. yeah. And this There's, makes it a lot easier for the kids. Um, once they transition, then when they're a little bit older, go to full ice, instead of having to learn on lighter rocks, they're already used to the regular sized rocks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and that was we, we we did kind of battle with that one. We had them all quoted out and everything, but um, I did end up talking to the Chaska Club a little bit just on how they went about their youth program, and they pretty much echoed the exact same thing um, that they they do use them, but all, only about once a year, and they they preferred the half hacks as well. Yeah, yeah, and I mean for the first year starting out, you see what we have for attendance. I mean, maybe later on it might be something that's worth purchasing, but yeah. See how it goes, right? Yep, absolutely. Cool. Um, Now, I know you had mentioned that you did youth curling. Uh, I kind of want to ask everybody here if they had a youth curling program growing up and what uh, what it entailed. I just want to see the differences between, because nobody here is from the same place, obviously. No. We're all from different parts yeah, of the, the world. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, none of us are locals either. None of us yeah. are locals. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just, uh, Britt, you, you touched on it. Just kind of tell me about, like, growing up, what your youth curling experience was like if there was a program or if it was just like you said with school or yeah so we didn't have like a really organized program we just had with school you would go in gym and so you'd learn that way and then as well i grew up in the country so we had a really small two sheet ice and um then parents would just volunteer time that all the kids could go out and learn and play games against each other um our high school had one travel team um but that was just more their parents curled and got them into it and then they just made their own team. So we didn't grow up in a super organized area, but you always had a chance to play. Did you and have ooh. high school curling? Was like was it through high school or was it just a travel no, team? Just a travel just, team. Just, just to clarify here for, for the listeners here, uh, where where's home? Alberta. Alberta. Canada. Okay. And as well, something, this is a side note, but that uh, our club did that was really cool at the end of the season before we took the ice out. All the kids got to bring their skates and skate on ice that you spent hours and hours with the winter <laughs> watching your parents curl that you didn't always get to go out on. That is amazing. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I know a lot of clubs back home will do that at the end of the year. They'll let everybody go take a rip on the curling ice. And, and, and the same face that Wes made <laughs> and just anybody that just works on the ice just like, oh my God. it just hurts inside but. well when you do it like that at the end it's I, I picture like when they take the pools out for the summer and you let yeah. all the dogs come swim you know? let the dogs yeah. swim yeah. or you, dog you throw the, the bubble bath in you have a bubble party yeah, yeah. things like that yeah that's funny um, Kit obviously you had a little bit of a different experience when it came to youth curling how old were you when you started youth curling I didn't <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear of curling clubs or anything in, I'm from Wyoming, um, until I moved here. I mean, I'd seen it on the Olympics, obviously, like everybody else, but I never had any interest or even knew where to do it. Um, I did a quick Google search. There's actually a lot of arena curling leagues in Wyoming. I didn't know that. Um, So apparently it's picking up popularity, but um, I moved here in 17. 
and did my first bond spiel. I did, I got thrown right into the shirt sleeve. I think I've mentioned that before, um, but started curling with the Fossens and the rest is history. So been on a female, all female team the last couple of years, like Brit and yeah, it's great, but no, no youth experience, not none at all. Um, in Bismarck, which is fairly nearby here, I believe they did have a youth curling program, but it was not terribly popular until the Worlds, uh, until Bismarck hosted the Worlds, at which point it blew up there. So I did not participate until I was probably a junior in high school. I started subbing in for couple of teams but i was never part of a youth curling program i i know did your mom curl all that time too because i know your mom I subbed still curls in, now i but. subbed in for my my mom started a team with her co-workers um after the world so i was probably in high school when she started curling and i just started subbing in after i got off of work so she came to curling late in life too then, yeah huh? okay. yeah okay. yeah it, it blew up in bismarck more recently mm-hmm. i would say um but it, it, it was available just not as popular okay as it is now um, I did youth curling in Bemidji. Talked about that a number of times on here. So I, my, my favorite memory from youth curling in Bemidji was, uh, you know, you we started like really little. You know, I must have been, I don't know, eight, nine, something like that, where, where the, we had small rocks too. So they had a little rocks program. And uh, when you'd show up, you know, they didn't have the sliders. Like you guys went out and get grippers. They just asked you to bring a clean pair of tennis shoes. And I remember they'd make you flip them over and you'd scrub them, pick the rocks out. And then uh, when you went on the ice, there'd be an old guy sitting there in a folding chair, you know, on the boards and he'd have a roll of duct tape and you'd stick your shoe out and he'd get the duct tape and put it over your shoe. And it was just stuck on you know, the whole time. So you did everything with your, your duct tape on, which was, you know, not very slippery but enough to slide um yeah that was good i I really enjoyed youth curling i remember i did that a couple of years and then uh, they had curling in high school in bemidji too so yeah it was like my other youth curling was the high school one so yeah it was good times right on yep bemidji pretty curling heavy city eh yeah yeah they're uh known for it a little bit i guess not so much anymore since that uh, other olympic teams come in and stole their thunder but for a while there you know it's bemidji yeah we've been to the olympics for curling only ones the united states you, you talking to <laughs> hot dog eaters yeah i'm talking to hot dog eaters yeah, yeah. Benson and <laughs> all them so yeah um yeah i grew up in canada as well in southern saskatchewan and um not there was no youth curling program it was knee high to a grasshopper my old man got me out on the ice uh, a little half it was an eight ender slider that was scratched all the crap and just didn't slide with the shit but same thing you learned how to do everything with the slider on yeah yeah you don't want it too slick for the kids because they just I think it was stabilizer just muscles sitting in the bottom of his bag yeah. for 30 years yeah. and he's like hey you can use this one you know, <laughs> yeah, you got that. but yeah by the time i was on the ice the rocks probably still outweighed me um no half ends no half hacks no little rocks it was just thrown to the wolves and by the time I was yeah. probably eight, nine years old, I was curling in the bond spiels with like 60 year old men. You actually had to slide it uphill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way the ice was there, just the old barn you're in. Um, but yeah, it was it, kind of a trial by error. You just uphill learned, both ways. Learned on the go and yeah. played the, the best of the best right away in Minton, Saskatchewan. So it was fun. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. winning a bond spiel one time. It was me. And then, like, three 60-year-old men, we <laughs> went in and absolutely just destroyed everybody. <laughs> like, what? It was the bar spiel, too, so I all supper was at the, the local bar. Oh, nice. There's a little 12-year-old mole just sitting in the bar sipping his root beer. I mean, probably looked 18. Probably at that time, you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so while we have you guys uh, 
you guys on. We've actually done some improvements in the club here upstairs. Uh, you guys want to talk about? I mean, we we're in full view of it right now. We're 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 hosting from the curling well, club. What, what we do we have, see over here? We have two of our resident female board members that made me do all the work. Project for managers. Yeah, I was gonna thanks call for them. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Project managers. That's, that's what we'll call them. Yes, yes. I mean, I offered up instructions, but nobody was taking them. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we. Uh, Brought in a women's changing area, also nursing area. Um, everything was kind of wide open before, so I mean, the guys don't mind changing there, but women like some space sometimes. Um, but yeah, Jessica from State Farm, Jessica Ardall, donated some panels from a cubicle, um, and so we actually have really nice space back there. It worked pretty good, minus Nolan almost losing a few fingers trying to snap everything into place. Yeah, they, they were trickier than I thought, but it worked. He's so, he's been a little bitter about that. He's one. been really bitter. <laughs> you know, I think it was like, when he had to change. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm done doing work. It. I'm done doing work. I mean, if anyone would have listened to my dimensions the first time. <laughs> well, when we finally got it together, I I came in at the end and helped him put it together. Well, Jason was here for that too, Kit, and we you had drawn that uh, nice diagram for us that we used. You know, <laughs> it was on, like a left, little right. post-it note or something, yeah. and I put tape on the floor. So we got our nice change area now. Um, the bathrooms have switched sides. I know that's caused what, a little What was bit your of experience um, in changing the bathrooms around? I mean, Super. I know that Nolan likes to bitch and moan about setting up the cubicle, but what do you think about cleaning the men's bathroom? Yeah, thankfully Kit took that off. It was a lot of, well, there's a red wall that was in there. And I know it was painted red for a reason because of the color that men's pee turns when it sits on the wall for so long. <laughs> Well, not just men's, but, you know. <laughs> when you don't clean up the bathroom, it looks pretty gross. So, yeah. Um, that what did took I say at the board meeting? Because we mentioned <laughs> at the board meeting, I had a joke, and it was like, well, the the layer of dried beer keeps the layer of dried urine from getting sticky. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's a delicate balance. It's a de- <laughs> yeah, it was a... It, it took a long time, I'll give you that. I spent probably four hours cleaning and... Painting it's like and a bleaching. walls. <laughs> you, this is not a big room. Yeah, yeah, it's very small. You put in a nice vanity in there too, underneath the sink. I yep. did. So we put a, a vanity and... in there to store stuff. Um, I even had to get Jason's saws out to cut it to fit because it's like a really low sink, which mm-hmm. I didn't realize. But yeah, so that was a that was a trip. That's all done. You put up really nice signs, although I've still seen the toilet seat up a few times in there, so somebody's not getting that the memo. That must be from cleaning. It's an adjustment. adjustment It'll take there. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take a minute, but we'll get there. So yeah, looks good. I didn't cover up all the wallpaper. So there's still a little bit of It's very educational. Yeah, actually, all the guys that I've ever talked to like that wallpaper in there. It's like, it's just kind of fun Learned to look at. very interesting stuff on there. No, I've, yeah. I've always kind of found the, the walls of bathrooms to be educational. <laughs> the things you find written on there. <laughs> yeah. Just just for the people that uh, maybe haven't been to the club, um, in there, it is an old-timey wallpaper. It looks like advertisements for steam engines and different, like, industrial products from, like, what, the late 1800s, early 1900s, you know? So it's like, oh, get your steam-powered wagon, you know, more efficient than, like, six horses. So it's it's a cool wallpaper, but, yeah. Um, I mentioned to you guys are both on the board for the your first year uh tell us a little bit about your your experience on the minot curling club board and what kind of made you want to join and become a part of that what annoyed you so much that you felt it necessary <laughs> to join i mean the club that's board? the way to ask that yeah 
I guess you can't bitch about something if you're not going to do anything about it. So I like that. Actually, <laughs> actually you can. A lot of people do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess youth curling was really important to me to get going and maybe just a lot more curling etiquette. If I could get a voice, get that going. <laughs> I get all my etiquette from Wes and Britt here, so I have no stake in that game. Um, no, I just like being involved. Um, I found curling to be really fun. I have a lot of energy for the club and all the members, and I just think it's fun. I like getting involved in too many extracurriculars, as my husband would say, but it gives me something to do outside of work. I really like volunteering, so that's my thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I've been really happy with the the board composition this year. It's been great, you know, because yeah. um, I know for me, you know, I, I've always tried to do too much. And this year I'm doing less, you know, I'm doing less than I was doing like three years ago. And I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, got more time to focus on the, the things you want to do, like for me, the military like, league and, yeah. and, and hand scraping and hand scraping. <laughs> yeah, hand scraping. Oh, God. I also knew nothing about how to do ice or anything like that. So that's been pretty educational. I think mm -hmm. it's nice to know. And then that way, yeah, we can relieve some of you guys from doing all well, the work. Like Wes said, it's actually been very nice to have a little more youth and eagerness on the board. And uh, from our members as well this year, there's been a lot of members that have came down and helped. But I feel like I wasn't here a quarter of the time that I spent last year when it came to making ice. No, so I think part of that was... thanks to that. Yeah, it came together really well this year. Um, I think, you know, just kind of depends what the specifics are, but yeah. yeah. Um, Britt, you mentioned etiquette. Uh, I don't know how we're doing on time here. Are we getting... We're over 30 minutes. We're over 30, but, okay. So know. we can get close to wrapping up. Uh, we had a whole episode on, on curling etiquette last year, and we talked about our pet peeves. What is your biggest curling pet peeve? Oh, when people brush their brush head on the ice, like the like your your brush is picking up all the lint and everything. So we have set up buckets and bristles that are off the ice that you're supposed to brush your brush with. Um, but yeah, people are just out there waving it right in the circle. That really annoys me. Just like pocket sand. Pocket sand. So, yeah. so what I would do is I would always go over by the poles, and I'd get in the crack on the pole of the board, and I would try <laughs> to do it there. How, how am I? Am I fitting in the pet peeve, or is that I acceptable? Mean, it's, it's still a pet peeve, for okay. sure. Okay. Yeah. If you could get off and into the garbage, that would be great. <laughs> on the yeah. rug or on the other person's um, What's another? Oh, and grippers. People don't know they're supposed to clean out their grippers. Like, yeah. I bet if you looked at most people's, they're just full of junk. I can throw mine. I do that one too. So I always drag, I always drag my gripper foot too, and then dragging it, it picks up lint. And then when I go stand somewhere, I'll see the little rings of fuzz on there too. And I'm like, oh, I gotta clean my gripper. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I always try and give it a good flourish at the at the window at the end of the sheet. So I think that kind of knocks the dust off on mine. Yeah. Oh, actually, uh, on that note too, for stuff on the bottom of shoes, I we got those uh, sticky pads. I finally those took forever to come. I ordered them like a month ago, but awesome. uh, and we haven't figured out quite where to place them. I tried to put them on the carpet out there, and the carpet's too fuzzy, so they pick up. So we'll have to do something different with them. But yeah, yeah, that'll help okay. keep fuzz That's down. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's really um, good. Kit, what's your what's your biggest curling pet peeve? Well, I think you asked me this last year. And it's when someone spins their rock for like 14 minutes before they throw. <laughs> Long prep time to throw. So Cameron Stone. The cam. <laughs> he's not a rock spinner. He's a stretcher. He's a stretcher. He, yeah. You name it, he does yeah. it. Yeah. He checks his watch, answers <laughs> a couple text messages from there. Sends some work emails. Thank you, Kevin, for being the Curling Club Podcast number one sponsor, by the way. <laughs> 
Hey, is is that, I gotta ask? Is that a running joke? Is he sponsored our podcast? No, no, he okay. hasn't. Okay. Like, a... Did you guys get money? <laughs> yeah, are we getting royalties? He's yeah. just a reoccurring victim. <laughs> okay. I can say he brings it on. Uh, all right, one more question that I always ask too, because this is this is kind of my curling pet peeve in a way. When you shake hands before a game, is it good luck or good game or good curling? I always respond with whatever the person says to me. Okay. Yeah, I People say good are. curling. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'm the only one that wishes my opponents luck. So, yeah. 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 I yeah. think most people say good curling. Do you yeah, follow it up with a good luck? You're going right. to need it? Or? Yeah. Once. <laughs> once. I did that one time because I got, we talked about this. So <laughs> I told him that I was wrong. I said, well, okay, you're going to need it. You're going to need it. All right. I got one more to throw in. I know we're running short on time. When you're skipping and you're holding up your hand signals, curl it oh, to the left boy. or the right. <laughs> Girls, which which way? Canadian way, all the way. Kit? We're the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Except this year, though, I've just decided that I'm just making my... I have a very new team. So this year, I just said, guys, you're just going to think about where I want the rock to go. Okay? No yeah. more hand yep. signals. Everyone's fighting. Let's just use our brains. Yeah. Where do I point the rock to go? Oh, darn. I, I, I completely agree with you on that one. That's Same. why I do new curlers. I, I yeah. Unless it's my own team, I don't do hand signals at all anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah, once they get to a point where they know what they're doing, you don't need them. But yeah, I'm the same way. My whole team is new um, this year. So I was trying to, like, all of them have learned differently. I'm like, just look at where I want your rock to go. And that's the way you want it to curl. So figure it out from there. Yeah. Yeah. I really like, I'll just tell you if you did it wrong. (laughs) Like the curveball screwball analogy, I really like to use, but not that many people have tried to throw sliders. Sorry, (laughs) sliders, screwballs. I don't oh. think that many people were pitchers in, in their past life, so. Yeah, you used yeah. that one at the, at the fun spiel, and everyone just kind of looked at you. Like, <laughs> like, uh, I'm looking sorry. at you now. Never mind. Like, what are <laughs> you talking about? That one okay. didn't take. But, <laughs> that didn't take. Um, okay, for the people that have curled in past, I guess just another thing, like when you're teaching people how to curl, when the skip wiggles their broom, do you know what that means? They're impatient. Like, no. while, the, while the rock is being delivered, like coming down the ice, if you look up and you see the skip wiggle in their broom. Never. No, means I mean, it's a straight rock. means it's really uh, means, cold down there? Means sweep. I don't know. I don't know that. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's, that was a big, big thing back home. Like you're telling the person delivering that they need to get up no, and no, go sweep No, the sweepers too? need to sweep. Oh. oh rather than rather just than yelling at the rock yeah. that they're... And I've picked up that habit from my old man because he would do that too. He'd sit there. And it's like, just say yes or no. I and now I, I, I catch myself doing that too. I start yelling <laughs> and I'm doing this. I'm like, ah, stop that. <laughs> oh, is it a man thing that you guys need to bang your brooms as a skip of where you want it to go? I'm usually no, just it's, locking it's the, really just being impatient, waiting for Camstone to throw. The <laughs> yeah. I, I hit mine loud to like get their attention, you know, because they'll be like zoning out down there and I'll be like, dunk, dunk, dunk. only men do yeah. this. And I had a new curler out learning and I sent him down there and he did it. And I'm like, how do you, what? Is this in your blood? Like, I know Matt will do it when he's like <laughs> pondering what he wants to do. When he finally decides, he'll like whack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're getting really frustrated and they've missed three of the same shot in a row, <laughs> I think is, that demands a pound on the ice to emphasize. <laughs> I think as I get frustrated, I, I do it lighter. It's like here, here, <laughs> here you dumbass. Because <laughs> you're barely containing it. You're like, Keep it in check. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fun. So. December or January 7th, Youth Curling begins. Sign up on our website or at Minot Parks. And it's going to be fun. It's yeah, be it's super fun. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, we got anything else to add? 
All right, cool. Well, that's been episode six, six. for season two. Bye.